0: All right. Welcome to Acres of Diamonds podcast, videocast, whatever it's going to be called, number nine. <laughs> I'm with DJ Ligori, co-founder of Acres of Diamonds. Hello, DJ.
1: Hello. How are we doing?
0: Good. And Mark Uh Mark DeTroya uh, De is a graduate of Hilton High School, long-term employee now of Van Hook, HVAC. Yep. And uh, actually, the subject of today's discussion on... What is it, DJ? Today
1: is about work ethic.
0: Work ethic. Yeah. Oh boy, this is uh, one of our favorites. Oh, to go it's with. one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy to be a part of it. Yes. So what is it? So what is it that uh, you know? You and I talk about mm-hmm. work ethic all the time, and how it's one of the foundational, you foundational attributes of of success. So, yeah. what is it that? prompted you to ask mark to actually be
1: be with us this morning so the uh... when i initially thought of work ethic i thought of two people i thought of ricky Koch. you, you and me well yeah, after us after, us? after okay. us two more people yeah so a total of four uh, <laughs> i i thought of ricky Kochalova and i thought of mark detroit and so I, I did a little bit more research on this and there were two areas that i thought were very important to work ethic and the first was was caring and yeah. actually caring about another person caring about a job caring about your professionalism your credibility the art of actually caring i think has a huge play in work ethic mm-hmm. the second was being able to manage your personal life as well as your professional life and i think this connected to the illusion of choice ah, okay. so, so i think that was and and we've hit on that a little bit and i think uh I think the more that I dug into it, managing your choices to your professional life and managing your choices to your personal life, I think people who have really good work ethics are really good at knowing that they don't have as many choices as they realize. And so when I started thinking about this, I said, Mar- Mark understands both of these. You know,
0: so so you're, say- you're saying once once you've decided that your personal culture includes work ethic, mm-hmm. then a lot of your choices are made for you. There's a certain, you, yeah. get to, you get somewhere on time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: It's much more black and white. You Once you've made the decision. Once you've made that decision, it. yeah. I gotcha. mean, an example could be, and, and I've been with Mark when this example has been, when I've seen it, hey, you know, what are, what are we doing tonight? Oh, I'll come over and hang out, but I have X, Y, Z to do tomorrow, so I can't go nuts. Exactly. Exactly. It,
2: it would happen a lot, especially during the summer. It was tough, you know. Hey, it's Saturday night. We're co- you know, we're all hanging out. I'm Like, all right, I could come over. But I'm on call, so I can't take the risk of, you know, mm-hmm. saying that. Hey, let me have a few beers, and all of a sudden, I got to go to work because. So you, know. are you on call every night, every weekend? What it would. Um. What is well, when I first started at Van Hook, which is it's going on seven years now, going on this June. That's um, awesome. So when I first started as a apprentice, when I was eighteen um i was on call a lot more i was on for almost a whole month straight now i'm lucky i'm only on like two times a year so it's definitely gone down a lot but when i first was starting it was like i had to do everything because you're a young guy new guy apprentice so definitely has changed a lot so now those choices between me going over someone's house when i'm on call is now different because i don't have to be on call as much which is nice mm-hmm. That's it's something I guess when you keep on keep on working and growing that all right, it's a little perk you're not on call as much anymore. Yeah, right. Well, that's great. So I was like, I'd rather do the time when I'm young, on call, do a bunch of them, and then when I slowly progress and get older, kind of knocks it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's a, that's a
0: pretty amazing for a young guy to be to be on call that much, right? Like yeah. like you, like you got you were saying earlier, you know, here you are a college kid and you know behaving certain ways yep. and here's Mark <laughs> 18 years old basically behaving as an adult oh, and yep. what you called it something you said he had the he had cuz this really interests me by the way he had the college experience <laughs> yeah but yet was making money the whole the whole time, whole time so, whole so time. you avoided college debt yep uh-huh. you avoided college debt while making money so you not only did you not go into debt but you were actually making money yep and you got to hang out with Bunch of college guys and yeah. enjoy enjoy that
2: yeah that atmosphere Yep, yeah, met a lot of new people still mm-hmm. it's not like I was just sheltered just the uh, you know myself or a couple buddies from high school I made a lot of new friends mm-hmm. between even through their college experience which was nice that was that was fun yeah, yeah. so what else what else about Mark do you, have you
0: recognized as work ethic I assume he had work ethic before he started at Van Hook there was yeah so, there was something in him that you recognized early.
1: Well I mean the uh, the other thing I, I noted was was caring and having the ability to actually show somebody that you care. And I think that is something that I think kind of has a, an interesting stigma around it in, in today's society of showing another person how much they have affected you. And and really being extremely generous and thankful for that relationship, whether it might be a professional relationship, whether it might be a family relationship, whatever it may be, I think the act of actually saying, hey, man, like, not, you know, putting everything aside, you're very important to me. Like, you make my life better, and I'm genuinely thankful for the friendship that we have. I think the ability to actually say that is a work ethic in itself. I would
0: agree. You you do that?
1: Yeah, all the time. Mm -hmm. And Mark does it the best. Since when? Uh god
2: i mean as i got older i did it more maybe like say eighth ninth grade not as much maybe towards 10th 11th 12th because you kind of like through early stage of high school you find out all right these are the people that i like the most that i click with this is when i want to be around so when you get more comfortable with people i guess but now even through meeting people in the last few years of my life i'm always you know tell them you know being nice to them compliments say hey like i check up on people i've met two years ago i'm like hey man how you doing how's everything going that's great you know you're my you're my buddy mm-hmm. i always respond with brother now with anyone because yeah. it's just like exactly. you know was that something that uh
0: you saw in your family like what do you can you point to a catalyst that uh, had you start behaving that way
2: yeah because when i was younger our family was close for sure and then, obviously, as I got older, you know, divorce and stuff. Parents, I grew up that way, so I always wanted to be close to people. So mm-hmm. I never wanted to be like that dude that, or kid, I should say, that when my parents got divorced, I'm like, I'm like, I hate everyone. I'm gonna do stuff that I shouldn't do. I'm like, all right, I gotta be around good people. So, you, so you
0: made a you made a conscious decision, yeah. to, to to say, okay, the the truth, the mm-hmm. neutral thinking, yeah, right. Yeah. So the neutral thinking is. And the fact is my parents got a divorce. Yeah. Then but I have a choice now. I can either, you know, be mad at the world because of my circumstances or I can be self-deterministic yeah. and choose choose to live a certain way, attract a certain type of person exactly. around a certain type of person. And unfortunately for you you
2: attracted a guy like DJ. <laughs> yeah, and the good thing <laughs> yeah, That's too bad. <laughs> the good thing is early in our lives, you know, first on grade me and Dante were in class together, and we also joined Aquinas Lacrosse. And I think that youth lacrosse program really, like me oh, you, and Derek, brought yeah. us so close. Oh, yeah. Even as
1: being in first and second grade. You I meant me, not Dante, right? You said Dante? Dante started, then you started. Then I started, cause yeah, Because yeah, yeah. me and Dante started, and then you guys started before Mr. Me. G talked to yep. your dad, and then yep.
2: you came, and then Derek. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, Derek started. Early too, because we played at the field yep. where it burned down. Yeah. So you were there. Yeah, So that, that was like the, the
1: OG. Yeah. It definitely created a, uh, a family of like third and fourth grade. Yeah, guys. it really did. I mean, if you, you think about it, Mark Detroit, Dante Giordano, Derek Richards. I live with Dante Giordano. I was with Derek Richards last night, and now I'm with Mark Detroit today. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, from third and fourth grade, we, we developed a work ethic together. And we realized, all right, these are the, like Mark said, these are the kind of people I want, to, I want to be around. You know, I don't want to be around people who are lazy and don't necessarily want something. I want to be around people who are competitive, who are going to push exactly. me and uh, ultimately make me a, a better person. And I think we kind of realized that very young, so we're fortunate in, in that yeah, aspect.
0: Yeah, I mean, this, is re- this might be the first time I've ever uh, talked to people that have connected caring, compassion, love with work ethic. I don't think I've ever had this discussion. So this is, this is pretty, pretty cool for me.
1: It's groundbreaking.
0: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> groundbreaking. You heard it here we're, first. We're breaking. Anchors of Diamonds, episode number nine.
1: It is, but you're right. It's not, you don't really necessarily associate love and compassion with a work ethic. I, and, and the more I thought about it, I was like, I think you totally do. It, there's, there's something about loving people, compassionate people, who want to do good things, and they want to work hard for it.
0: That is, that's
2: really real that could be yeah gr- could be groundbreaking actually that yeah is, that is think, really well if you want to keep a relationship strong i mean you gotta like you gotta put in the time yeah and put to in make the, work. the effort you gotta do work exactly <laughs> yeah well no there's like sometimes like when you first meet someone you want to be around them mm-hmm. you know friend girlfriend whatever you want to always like be like oh i gotta show my best side mm-hmm. for the first like month and then you know not sending that text out every day because it's like oh, i sent it out for the first two months now i'm they know
1: i <laughs> they know i care about they know them. i <laughs> care about
2: but no you got to keep that rolling for your whole life because mm-hmm. and that's a job itself yeah you know you got to keep you got to keep in touch with people you got to keep your best self the same throughout your whole life you're just going to say oh yeah i'm doing good mm-hmm. for a couple of years now i'm just going to kind of coast along and then that's where usually stuff doesn't work out that
1: that's ex- very similar to what we talked about today with peaking yeah, I mean, you, don't, yeah. you don't you don't necessarily you never yeah. peak. Yeah. You never, never peak, peak if
0: you're doing it right, right? If, yeah. I mean, you don't want it. You People say
1: yeah. you got to peak. I'm like,
2: I don't want to peak. I no, don't, know, yeah. you know yeah. you never want to peak. peak. Yeah.
0: Or I guess maybe another way to look at it, right, is you can peak in different ways. So like yeah. the reference I made was Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. right? So I, I personally don't think Michael Jordan ever peaked or uh, during his career because he was always bringing a new part, always improving the fast yeah. of his game, so he became a more complete player. And I personally don't view myself as ever peaking. Right, I may peak in certain parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, but then I'm going to go resolve to get better and peak in a different it's part yeah. of my it's life, ha- you know. It's almost
1: like a staircase. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you'll right. you'll you'll achieve something, you'll you'll peak, you'll get to that point, then there's another one. Right. Then there's another one. And I think that's a very neutral way of thinking. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah.
0: yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, I don't want to get too far off topic here. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's connected, but the people that climb Mount Everest, right? Mm-hmm. They, it's, there's a lot of documentation about it. It takes them years to plan the trip, years and yeah. years, in play. and then they then they hike it and they get to the top. And most of the deaths on the Everest climb are on the way down, because now they've accomplished the goal of mm-hmm. climbing Everest. Their goal should probably be. Climb and descend Everest and stay alive. It's right. US, so US. that would keep their focus on actually staying alive at the end. The other thing they've studied is once they climb Everest, if they don't have goals after that staircase of Everest, mm-hmm. they go into a depression. Yeah. Because now they've climbed the highest mountain in the world. What's next? Yeah. Right? It could be as simple as, all right, I'm gonna clean my room every day and keep it spotless, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But you have to have you know, People get anxious, stressed, and depressed, in my opinion. A lot of the reason is because of things we teach in Acres of Diamonds is they don't have a goal or a vision for who they want to be or what they want yeah, to do. Because yep. once you have that in place, then you're going to take consistent action and make measurable progress over a reasonable time <laughs> yes. towards those goals, and you're going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your mind's not going to be idle thinking about what you should be doing because you know what you should be doing, yeah. and you're doing it. You know, yep. and that associates I guess that associates yeah, the work ethic right totally yeah yeah. I mean you you actually communicated a vision of alright I'm going to be an apprentice then I'm going to ease my way out of being an apprentice yeah. and
2: right eventually you're going to yeah happen. now I'm, I mean I'm a I'm a full time you know I was always full time but now I'm a mechanic next after mechanic is senior mechanic and then executive tech and then you know but I don't see the thing is some people like go by that name like oh I'm an apprentice or now I'm a mechanic I'm like No, I'm still going to learn new things at my job, even if I'm here seven years or it's going to be 20 years. Someone, if I learn something new and I'm 20 years, been doing it 20 years, awesome. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. People are, like, afraid. Once they're like, all right, I've been here 10 years, I don't got to learn anything else. I don't got to make myself better. You know, I'll always take, like, even some younger guys that have been doing it a couple years now, if they have an opinion on how to do a job or what they think, it's like, all right, yeah, let's try it out. Mm -hmm. It's not like, all right, no. I've been doing this longer than you. You're an apprentice. I'm a mechanic. It's it's my way or the highway.
0: That's a good point. And for for people out there um, listening about that, that is great. Growth doesn't have to be always up. It can be horizontal. So yeah. I, and and to your point, I've taken jobs now three or four times in different companies. Yep. Where I've either taken a step back in pay, or stayed. At power on pay, meaning mm-hmm. no no increase. Yeah, and the reason being because I was going to be learning a new industry, which is valuable to me. Yeah, I was going to be moving to a new city, which was valuable to me. Right, I was going to be yep. learning and making myself more valuable, and that that has a dollar yep. value on yeah, it to me. It right? Yeah, and it was, and every time it wasn't long before I was making a shit ton more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because now I have even more knowledge. Like yeah. more experience. Yes. Right. And and it's I, outside of the industry I'm in.
1: Yeah. And I think that's too the the art of learning is a hundred percent involved with work ethic. Because people who learn things, it, you know, there it takes work to learn something. You don't like right. you know what I mean? Like you actually have to consciously say, All right, I, I I've learned this. Here's the value of it. Here's what I can take back from it. I think people who don't have the greatest of work ethics are okay with being constant. They're, they're okay with, with a static, with not necessarily imp- improving, because they're okay yeah. with where they are. And I'm not saying it's, it's a problem to be okay with where you are. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but at some point, I think it is definitely necessary to say, where am I going?
0: I, so I agree with what you just said, and I'm, I'm challenged with this a lot of times with lots of people. At the same time, I also believe that progress equals happiness. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, so, I, so definition of success, I think, has to be completely personal, right? So mm-hmm. monetary success doesn't have to, have to be somebody's definition of success. Success could be happiness. Mm-hmm. And then if, if that's the case, then I believe happiness is defined by progress. I think people have to be growing or progressing in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Right? Learning. Yep. In some way, shape, or form to feel Happy to yeah. feel content.
1: I I, I, I mean, look at look at Marcus for example. Started as apprentice, moved to you know two or three years, then moved to mechanic. So yeah. it, it is a growth, and he is happy, and he is making progress. So right. I, I think you're totally right. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think I think it's worth people. Reflecting on I mean, we have time, right? We have time right now. <laughs> we, we have a lot. A, lot of, yeah. a lot of time for the next couple of weeks, probably, yeah. to reflect and, and figure out what we want to do with the rest of our lives or at least the next year or two. Yeah. Right? What have we learned? Mm-hmm. What have we learned about ourselves? What do we like? What we don't like? What gives us juice? What doesn't give us juice? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I hope, I don't know, I, I, I'm with you, DJ and Mark. I think work ethic's at the core of a lot of this. And.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's the, uh, it's the ability to be okay with with being passionate about something, too. Because, as we mentioned earlier, when I say, hey, I'm really passionate maybe about triathlons or I'm really passionate about eating healthy, if I, I could see some people being like, oh, that, that kid loves that stuff. Like, uh, He's weird. Wh- why is that weird if I'm extremely passionate about something and I love working really hard at it? So that's where I think... People who have these work ethics, I I don't think they necessarily care about other people's opinions of their work ethic i think that's i
0: agree i I think that's a
1: very underlying tone of it it's like listen you can you can hop on this train with me and love triathlons too if not then get the hell out like that's that's okay and that's okay and i'm not right i'm not judging you you. that's you i don't dislike you just that's what it (laughs) is stay out of my way and and mark saying hey i'll I'll come over tonight i'll hang out but i have work at 8 a.m in the morning and then i have lawns at 12 that's what it is and i got a ton of respect for people who are like listen i'm I'm gonna manage my personal life, and I'm gonna manage my you professional life. This is how it is.
2: You got Obviously, sometimes you don't want to overwork
1: mm-hmm. and and
2: flood your life with, with work. You got like I you said, you gotta have that balance. But sometimes work will, will take over more. Yeah. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, you know, there's there's some months where it's like, all right, I haven't seen some people in like, you know, three four weeks because I've been busy at work. But then if you divide that, say, all right. I'm going to put in in a like a 40-hour week instead of putting in a 50-hour week. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could have more time. You got to just divide it all up. Yeah. Cuz I go out of town a lot to work and mm-hmm. you know, I'm usually working 60 plus hours when I'm out of town just cuz it's I'm out of town I don't really know a whole lot of people. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to work and get home. So it's like maybe that final week I'm home. So I'll take that Thursday or Friday off and you just got to be smart with, you know, managing your time.
1: Yeah. Time management.
2: Well, I'll tell you, Mark, I'm
0: um, extremely, extremely impressed with the path you took. Yep. And I encourage yeah. I encourage more people to look at the path that you took. And this is going to be a little off topic, but the return on investment in college has to be really, really questioned by people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you came about it in a, in a different way maybe not intentionally to start but no it definitely was not intentional but i think it's possible for people to look at you as a role model and 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 someone to aspire to be and make it intentional right um you know my kids right now went one went to two years of school one went to one they're not going back next semester i don't think right so i don't know if they'll go back to be candid i'm i don't have an opinion either way. Mm-hmm. If they choose to go yeah. back, I want them to choose and be intentional and deliberate about the yep. investment. Mm-hmm. right? If they choose not to go back, I want them to be intentional and deliberate by the career they choose. Yep. Right? Yeah. But I want them to think. I want yeah. them to think like you're thinking. And mm-hmm. like and I want them to be able to sit there someday and say, yep, here's what I'm doing. This is mm-hmm. why I'm doing it. Yep. And this is how I'm working hard. And these are yeah. decisions I'm making. And I'm proud of myself. And yeah what i want yeah you know as a dad so i there's a lot to be learned from from the path you've taken
2: yeah and it was definitely it was not really nerve-wracking but it's like one of those things it's like all right i'm not going to school what if something doesn't work out with this this place you know what if Mm -hmm. they just you know what if something happens like they not saying anything would happen but what if they i started their year and then something happened with the company yeah you don't know, no, that's a that's kind of like a risk you're taking but that's also comes with you know when you start working there you got to like be friends with everyone get a you know talk to a lot of people just see how the atmosphere is you know because some yeah. people just want to start a job and they're like all right i want to start just making money and i don't care about anyone else besides myself no you got to Mm-hmm. kinda of like explore explore into the company and besides learning the trade. You know, get to know everyone, get to, you know, mm-hmm. just kinda of express express yourself to them, see how they think about you. There's a lot to it starting starting a job. This is anything too, just not a trade, just yeah. any job. Yeah. Kinda of like gotta put in the work besides getting paid. Like say if you're like I'm doing this stuff and I'm not getting paid for it, you kinda of gotta set it aside. Mm-hmm to do the extra extra stuff that doesn't even pertain to your job.
1: you got to earn it. I think right. 100% you have to earn it. And I remember talking to my father before I went to school, and he, and he printed out this packet about the return on investment. And he said, listen, he goes, I, I want you to go to school. I, I, I'm, I can see the value in it. But he said, if you don't want to, and, and, he, and he wasn't hinting, if you don't want to, then don't go. But he was like, be aware of the decision that you make. And I remember <laughs> talking to him after I graduated from college, and I was happy that I went to school. I learned a lot. I met a lot of people, and I said, "Dad, I, I'm happy that I went to college." And we and we talked. We started talking to oh, what if I didn't go to college, and and I brought Mark. I go honestly, I think Mark did it the best. I go and and I will stand by that until I and until I see something that I that proves me wrong. But Mark started working full time at 18. And started making a full-time job salary, and then on the weekends hung out with his buddies. Yeah, I said, he didn't go to class Monday through Friday, so he didn't have the stress of school. But granted, he had the stress of work, but he was still making money. And then on Saturday and Sunday, he hung out with us. I said, that to me seems like such an awesome journey over the past four years. I said, but we also have to realize he had the balls to do that. <laughs> Well, right, hit yeah. the balls to buck the trend, to, to right? actually and, do and that. go
0: against what the culture has been. And I'll say this: the culture has been brainwashed. That you have to yes. go to college. Listen, Claire, closely. It's fucking bullshit. Yes, you don't have to go to college. Mm-hmm. You can, but you, whatever, whatever you choose, you have to be in, just like your dad said. Yes, be intentional and deliberate about going to college. Don't do it because the culture is telling you to go. Yes, do it because you know why you want to go, mm-hmm. and if you don't have that. If you're not ready with that answer about college, then go do something yeah. Well, with Mark's done until your mind changes. I think yeah. there's
2: a difference in, like, the early 2000s college and the college the last, like, I don't know, say, six, five, six years. And I, th- I think social media is a huge influence on college because you see, like, all the, like, those crazy videos on yeah. Instagram Facebook of, like, kids having, like, these huge parties at college. And I think that influences it a lot because, you know, back in the day there was no Instagram or Snapchat or, like, oh, look who's at this party or look at this place, what I'm doing in college. And I think you know, kids just right. see a, the I social media aspect. That. Yeah, very, I never thought about that. You don't that. see someone an in, in Instagram posting, you know, man I look at this professor teaching this class you see <laughs> look at this kid doing a you know a keg stand A keg stand, <laughs> yeah. you know look at yeah. him shotgun this four loco and five white claws in a row <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right yeah yeah you know
1: yeah
2: not look what i just learned or what i built in this class and look where it's going to lead me no, when, right. you know? I, when i graduated you know
0: when i ask my boys um when i ask my boys why they're not they're not choosing to go back um, one of them said a friend of his who graduated called called him and said, "Yeah, I'm surprised you lasted that long." So what do you mean? He goes, "Well, you're different." He said, "What do you mean I'm different?" And he goes, "That school is an elite babysitting service." That's what he called it. It's a hell
1: of a description. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so that that was interesting, right? And uh, and I've done some research with other people that have attended. They said that's a reasonable description. And now it makes sense. Now that you have put the social media piece on it, now I'm starting to understand a little bit more of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. That, that's yeah. a really great. That's a great insight.
1: And it takes a work ethic to ignore it. About ten too. years. You're
0: right. It's about t- it's about 2010. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it was a lot different. In, yeah, in order to when you see that social media, all that mental McDonald's coming in, right? That it takes a work ethic to ignore it. To ignore yeah. it, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, this is yeah. bullshit. I right? mean, granted, I can be entertained by it, but and I thought about this t- this morning. There's a difference in, in between being entertained by something and, le- and being in being educated by something. One hundred percent. And you can. You could still be entertained and educated. That's like the ultimate. Well, that's what we're
0: trying to do here. Exactly. Right? Honestly, yeah. we 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 are probably not as good as the, at either of them as we want to be. Yet,
1: <laughs> we, I slow mean, improvements. someday yeah. someday
0: we want to be really good yeah. at in, informing and entertaining. Yes. Right. And 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 thought leadership. We want yes. we want people to tune in to say. Geez, I never thought about yeah. that. That Detroit kid—he's pretty sharp. I never really thought about social media and its impact yeah. on convincing people to go to school. And yeah. it's not because of the, you know, what they're learning. It's because of the social people. Exactly. I mean, that's a great insight, it right? Is. I want—that's what I want. Acres of Diamonds to be. Right? Yeah. That's what I want this to be.
2: Yeah. That's awesome, Mark.
1: And I had never thought of that. Either. I always thought that's, of it that's, that that's way. Totally... And did you really?
2: Well, yeah. Because when you're, you know, when you're sitting at home and you know your friends are. At a college party, but you're like, right. I'm at home because I had to go to work. Right. You yeah. see that, and it's like, wow, I'm like funny. how many kids think like, oh, I wish I just went to college so I could, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> learn how to drink. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, when <laughs> I learned how to drink with them, but I <laughs> did yeah. have, I didn't, you know, so have is, to yeah. go through the class part of it. Yeah, yeah. Is, I
0: tell you what, guys, this is bringing a number of things together, right? Mm-hmm. So the other, th- this brings together to me the the pressure that parents put on themselves and their children to participate in high school sports. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh my god, I gotta be on this travel team, oh my god, I gotta be on that travel team because in the moment high school sports is so so critical and so important. Yes, it's a nice to have.
2: It is awesome. High school sports are great. Yeah.
0: But at the same time, you can have a wonderful, wonderful life without playing high school sports, just like you can have a wonderful, wonderful life without going to college.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. You
0: have to be strong and accept that there's alternatives. And you have to not, you have to have that work ethic and that -hmm. that mental toughness to say, yeah, okay, ideally my kid would be a high school athlete. He's not good enough to be a high school athlete. So, what is he going to do to get fulfillment, right? What is he going to do to learn the life skills, right? And that's what we're talking about here. College wasn't your answer. And there were times where you wondered, right? Where you wondered if it was or wasn't because of the social mm -hmm. media piece, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, when you're 50, I'm telling you, it won't matter. Well, no one's going to be asking you if you went things, to college. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and this is going back to social media, and it's an Instagram one. Now, the biggest thing is is likes. People yeah. freak out about uh, likes. The likes. Like you're getting 400 likes, I get 70. Now, is it because I don't get as much because I didn't go to college? So people are like, "All right, he's not a cool guy," and you know, yeah. parties all the time. It's like that's what people are like, so focused on the wrong thing.
0: It's yeah, and it's it, guys social media is being designed to create addiction. Yes. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's proven. It's proven it activates the same chemicals in your brain as addiction, mm-hmm. dopamine. It's,
2: it really it does. does. Mm-hmm. It
0: does. It's it's doc- it's very well documented at this point. It's not even a debate. So, you know, the fact that we sit there, I mean the whole the addiction part the way you get more likes is you go give more likes. Think about that rep- that's, yeah. that that yeah. circle, right? Yeah. So, okay, I got to give more likes to get more likes. You're going to spend all your time in your phone giving likes and getting like to get likes. I yeah, mean, it's it's crazy it's what a, they're it's doing. to a It's crazy because people terrible. get
2: yeah. people get paid off like yeah. social media now. Yeah, that's all. And now everyone's looking up. They're like, oh, I'm just going to start doing crazy stuff on right. Instagram and you know, post myself jumping off like a car or jumping over a car just to yeah. see if i get yeah. paid for it now yeah. irony, this guy did it yeah.
0: yeah and the irony of it is right we depend on social media to reach people
1: yeah right now you so have yeah. such a communication no, i
0: mean with this this is going to be posted on, this uh, yeah. podcast yeah. we how, depend and, we and, depend on exposure of social media and yeah. how
1: else like how else would you communicate it if you didn't have Instagram, Facebook, or, or a website. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to send out a, a, a mailer? Hey, yeah. we just put a podcast. How would we even put a podcast up then? It wouldn't be a podcast. It, it would be would like be us a a in a, a, a little conference room yeah. and whoever well, wants to come. It would be radio. Be radio. Or radio. Yeah.
0: Radio. Be radio shows. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, watch. You heard it here first. That stuff will come back. Mm-hmm. Direct mail yeah, will come back. Yeah, Radio shows will come back. Because it's going to start... Maybe we things just... Things will be saturated. Right? Maybe yeah. we so just
1: talked ourselves into our next marketing campaign. Yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: could, could be. Could be. <laughs> you don't know that.
1: Direct mail and radio. <laughs> yeah.
0: So all that stuff will come back because where you do, where the sheep are, you don't want to be. No. Right? Yeah. Where the sheep are, you don't want to be. So you got to be looking where... The, like what Gretzky used to say, how do you score so many goals? I skate to where the puck's gonna be, exactly. not to where it is. Yeah. I skate where it's gonna be.
1: Neutral, right. neutral thinking, right there. Yeah. The yep. Where is it gonna be? So,
0: Mark, anything else, Dad? add? I, uh, thank you very much. By the way, I've, I've learned a lot, and I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh,
2: what else? Uh, I mean, that. I mean, I could go on for hours if I really <laughs> wanted to, but I, there's so much different things in life that you you see. Cause I'm always been someone to kind of sit back and visualize an environment or people around me, and it's it's wild. You find out a lot of a lot of things that you wouldn't think you would notice just by kind of going through so many different areas and events in your life. Yeah, and it kind of it's pretty crazy. Oh, well, cool. I mean, I this like to social media, all that. It's crazy. I, sometimes I get and in, caught in it,
1: and I try not to, but. Sometimes it happens. Well, now you know. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, that no, I
0: tried it. DJ, what about you?
1: I uh, what else you got? I think a good way to end this is to, to tap into one one story about caring uh in, involving Mark. I remember our last game and uh on LeBeau Field when we were we were both walking off the field and Mark played left tackle. And well, what, well are you talking about the game I had to fill in for left t- tackle or the, the was that our was last guard? game.
2: Our last game. against Fairport. The last game against Fairport. And then Cash took my spot, and
1: I had to take. Yeah. Gar- then you had yeah. Then you had to yeah. He had to fill in because we had a player get into an incident. Yeah. It was a yeah. It was a little little drama. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> it was our last game. We had finished off the season as as seniors, and we were walking off the field, and and it was all kind of hitting us all at once, and I remember Mark like right before. He walked off the field. He took a knee right before the track, and he just kind of, like, played with the grass a little bit and just kind of pulled a little bit up. And so I walked up to, next to him, and I just kind of, like, put my arm around him, and he uh, he was just like, I love you, man. And I was like, I love you, too. And it was just – I don't know what it was. I mean, we were both crying by that point. It yeah. was – was a we were messes, but it's just – these feelings of, you know, there's a reason that I asked Mark to be on here. It was because of this caring nature. It was because of this love. It was because of this awareness of his professional versus his personal life. He gets it. And not a lot of people that I personally know n- do get it. And I think it's extremely important to be aware of it, that you know, there's, there's nothing like knowing somebody cares about you. And, there's, and that helps you so much in life. Support and, is a big thing, yeah, too. Yeah, support. you gotta, you got to support your friends no matter which
2: journey they take it's got to be a good journey but you know you might not be into it yourself but you have you've got to get into it for your friend if you care about them you got to
1: support them 100 percent 100 percent that's well, why we have mark today yeah
2: <laughs> well
0: great I re- guys i really really appreciate it i learned something i learned a couple things today and uh and what a great what a great way to start today yeah so very good day thank you
1: very much gentlemen no problem. Acres, Acres of diamonds number number nine. Number nine. Number Thank nine. you. Thank you.